In three, two, one, action. We're all smiles here in Studio B at the Lakeshore campus of Bay Hope Church. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to the weekday. I'm Andy. I'm the digital pastor. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> this is Mike Mage. There it is. Yo. Who dat over there? <laughs> Who dat? Hey, I'm Justin. Who day? <laughs> welcome to Studio B. We're going to be Who talking day? about social media, which Mike was just watching. Literally was just uh, watching. We're when are be- we not? You know, when are we not just watching that? You know, I mean, I can name a plethora of times when I'm not. I have a I have a funny funny joke real quick. I'm okay, just try and then out. we're gonna launch I, into this. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll then we'll do our our intro. Okay, our intro thing here. Okay, go for it. I I kind of figured just flew in from Detroit. Boy, well, my arms yeah, tired. No, just part of the weekday <laughs> intro here is just gonna be me working on just some Your material. Type five. Yeah, just some material. You know. <laughs> cool. What What are you gonna tell me about COVID today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, jo- what jokes about the pandemic yeah. do you have? No, lodged? nothing. Nothing. Cool. Uh, so I was in the shower the other day, mm-hmm. and I have three kids who you know. Justin, you know my three kids. Uh, I do. Yep, you've seen them. Mm-hmm. They exist, and they do exist. They're real. Seven, four, and two are their ages. And I was in the shower, and I just heard a loud bang. Mm. And it always signifies something good. Well, and so, and then I started counting the seconds. It was like one, two, three, four. And then I, I started to realize, oh my gosh, parenting is literally just counting the seconds yeah. between a loud noise and when the scream happens. That's good. And whatever the length of, there is a direct correlation it's between like- the length of the silence and then when the scream happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of how bad that thing is right so if there's just like an immediate thing it's not that bad right but if it's like a 10 second like yeah and then a whale oh yeah you know that it's real bad what yeah. happened i honestly don't know okay it, cool. then nothing <laughs> happened but like, it was false alarm at that yeah. point uh, but at what point can you start can you like uh you know let go of the counting because you know it's a false alarm you can never let go of the yeah, counting until yeah. they leave the house yeah. um you should you should follow me on twitter at the real andy mage because i did this for like probably a month or two, I was just random made up parenting facts. And so <laughs> that would be like 65% of parenting is just counting the seconds between yeah. the bang and the scream. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Speaking of social media, we're just per- uh, today, uh, before we get going on the weekday, we wanted to play a little game called top three. Well, and this is what everybody wants. And this is the content. We have heard from nobody that this numerous is you, nobody yeah, yeah, i mean multiple multiple nobody we've heard from nobody <laughs> yes yeah. um so if you're watching this on youtube thanks continue to do that please like and subscribe share with your friends uh and if you're watching this on any of our social media platforms congratulations and if you're listening to this on apple podcasts stitcher google podcast Good wherever for you. yeah we're we really appreciate what it. a what a champ and you can go leave you. us a rating if you want to do that as well um you we're gonna play give us we're gonna rating. play a quick game before we move into our topic du jour and that is top three guilty pleasure movies of all time yeah and we're gonna go in reverse order three to one <laughs> uh and then at the end of this justin we need you to remain silent throughout because at the end of this we're going to total we're going to we're going to bet how many of these you've actually seen yeah okay <laughs> because if you have followed the weekday mm, for at least luck. two weeks you know that justin has never watched a movie in his entire <laughs> life and our, our resident video <laughs> person he has watched three movies i just and so we're going to do and our two top, of them are interstellar and two, <laughs> two of them one is the director's cut and one of them is the regular the regular edition the theater edition all right so you first three to one top three guilty pl- or do you want to go three three two two one one 
I don't know. I don't know if I have a top three. They're just they are they're three. In, in no, in, yes, three. There's okay. no order for these. Then let's do no order yeah. because mine yeah. are all kind of. You're right. It's yeah. like one A, one B, one yeah. C for me. I, I could. So the the uh, criteria in my head was like if these movies are on. I'll probably stop and watch it a little bit, even yes. though I've seen it a, a hundred times, yes. five times, yes. 10 times, whatever. Um, Hold on. The criteria in my head was a little bit different though, because all three of these movies come from an era where there was a defining, like, if you're a guy, you shouldn't like this movie. And yet I like this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. See, mine are all like adult comedies from the mid to, mid to late 2000s. It's so like super bad. That would be, that's my first one. <laughs> oh, is it's it really? Super bad. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I, I absolutely love that movie. That's not a guilty pleasure. And movie. I know, yes, it is. It's it hilarious. Is so vulgar. Oh, yeah, no. It, <laughs> the guilt, you're these not wrong. movies, I, because I have small kids, like, I can't watch that yeah, movie around. Yeah, them. that's true. Yeah. Um, my first one's going to be 10 Things I Hate About You. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, for whatever reason, I really like Heath Ledger. I liked him in The Patriot. Heath Ledger's great. Yeah. Uh, rest in power, baby. But, uh, I, I don't know what it is about that movie, but I dig that movie. Yeah. Cool. That's my, that's that's one. Okay. My second one is, it was a toss-up between Hot Rod, Ooh. which in this case wouldn't be, I would actually feel okay watching Hot Rod with my There's kids. There's like one scene, but so, outside yeah. of that one scene. But so I'm going to, I'm just going to take that one yeah. out. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it, that doesn't exist. Um, even though I know for a fact, Justin's never seen that movie. <laughs> We've um, talked about it. No, 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 no. Uh, don't, don't. Hold it. Hold uh, it. Hold it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so complete. Hold your applause. Second movie. <laughs> uh, second movie for me would be Wedding Crashers. Okay, that's good. I love Vince Vaughn in that movie. Yeah, and Owen and, Wilson too. Well, yeah, but like Owen Wilson's kind of like the straight person. Anything that Vince Vaughn says in that movie yeah, so it's like hysterical. cracks me up. Oh my gosh, yeah. how do you deliver lines like that? Just it's just so dry and yeah. so midwestern. Oh, and just it's so good. Cutting. Yep. Again, um, very vulgar. And like not appropriate. Also, Will Ferrell's cameo in that movie was legendary when I saw it. And so, still is. Yeah. Still, the, everyone knows Mom the Meatloaf. <laughs> um, my second is also uh, probably not on the same level, but it's Devil Wears Prada. My God, yeah, no, this is these are I I, I see the guilty pleasures here are very different. I, whatever whatever we're guilty about is very different. I I'm not guilty about it because I've watched it with my children and my wife. Well, um, yeah. But for whatever reason. Anne Hathaway is a star in that movie, and I I don't know. I don't know what it is. Meryl Streep, Anne Hathaway, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. So Devil Wears Prada. Go. One of my favorite things in the office is when Michael starts watching yes. Devil Wears Prada, yes. and he thinks Meryl Streep is the good guy <laughs> <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> and Pam's like, he hasn't seen the end of the movie. Yet. <laughs> um, Doesn't he just walk in and yell at Pam yes, to like, go get him? Yeah. <laughs> get Milan on the line. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three. Number three or number one. I'm not sure. Sure. It forever and always will be Anchorman. Okay. That's I will forever watch I've that probably the movies I've seen the most in my entire life. Yeah, wait, didn't you watch it on a on a tour bus with uh I, when I was Phantom Regiment? Yeah, when I was on Phantom Regiment, it, I mean it was once every probably three or four days we played Anchorman. I can I literally could probably quote the entire movie. Yeah. If you just give me started, I, we can keep going. Yeah. So, uh yeah. Cool. Would, my third one is Princess Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> my God. 
<laughs> we went two totally different directions with this. I, one of us didn't understand what a guilty pleasure meant, and I can't. I can't. I don't know if it's me or you. I. It's in Hathaway again, and I cannot. I think she's. I don't. I don't particularly like who she is, who she represents as a person. Why? That's. Fine. I just. I've watched some she's of her. Fine. Some of her interviews. Okay, I was like, ah, you're fine. But like in in this specific time in my life, you like gotta, like 2000 to like 2006, it was it was a tumultuous time, and Anne Hathaway had my heart. And more than that, it was it was the idea of the Princess of Genovia living amongst <laughs> us. <laughs> That's what it was. This the girl next door came to roost, you know. And then yeah, and she took her glasses off, yeah. and everybody <laughs> thought she was amazing. No, I just I for whatever reason, Princess Diaries. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, I'm gonna bet Justin hasn't seen a hundred percent of these. I'm movies. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say and it's not even close. I'm gonna really? say sixty-six percent. Nope, a hundred percent. Okay, yeah. what do you, what about it, Justin? All right, so I have seen Devil Wears Prada. Yes. Whoa, Hot Rod, you took that away. Yeah, and Princess Diaries. See. Okay, no, really, I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. You're the stinking worst. Oh, cool. Sorry. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. It's my favorite bit right now. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here at Bay Hope TV, whether you're watching us on YouTube or on Facebook, or whether you're listening to us on any one of our podcast providers. And if you're interested in getting connected more with Bay Hope Church, you can head over to bayhope.com at any point or look us up on our socials at Bay Hope Church. We would love to get the chance to talk with you, meet with you, connect with you, and engage with you. Hey. Thanks for being back with us. Uh, so today we are going to continue a series that we started. This is a very NPR way to start things. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the episode uh, today. Your voice isn't compressed enough and you're not close enough to the microphone. Hey. The whole, the whisper talk is a very specific, very specific trait. Well, these skill. microphones are not good for it. You have no. to use those different microphones because okay. these capsules like a, are too far like back. Like an actual and, like tube microphone that's just like. Well, they, they use, we don't need to get into it. They use those very expensive microphones though for that that type of thing. Anyway, uh, we started a series last time and we are calling it, how should the church respond dot, dot, dot to something. Um, and we teased last week that we were going to jump into how should the church respond to social media? And that's a very broad term. And I think we kind of need to define what we're talking about first. But before we jump in, uh, the big caveat here is that most of what we do is on social media. Like this, this entire podcast is technically going up on YouTube and Facebook yep. and Twitter and Instagram and so that's all social media. So I get it. I get that we're kind of the pot calling the kettle black a little bit here. Um, but the church... It's where all good criticisms lie, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, social media is just a haven for great takes. Um, <laughs> so That's what it's known so for. It's very measured, yeah, uh, balanced Very arguments. proper, yeah. uh, well thought out. Mm. Um, no flaming happening. Um, we're going to talk today about how the church should respond to personalities on social media, to posts on social media, to things that happen, on, to activism on social media, and really how we as Christians should be looking at other people online. Mike has about 15 pages of notes. I have none uh, because I... I hope that let me get into it. Go. Cool. Um, 
No. You broke oh. you broke your phone. Um because honestly, like there's a couple of, of really distinct flavors that we need to talk about. There is the influencer, the quote unquote influencer that we need to talk about. How should Christians respond to influencers? How do you be a Christian influencer? Mm. I, Great question. Yeah. So I, I guess let's start there if you if you want. Well, I I was when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about two different lanes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about social media in general, mm-hmm. uh, and then the problems that can arise when Christians engage slash respond to social okay. media. So let's go down that let's mm. go down that that road then. So um, let's let's you want to just point at things and tell them. Tell well, them I that think they're that bad? we can talk about both of them. Cool. We can talk about because so first I I think that TikTok bad, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram bad, Snapchat shame, YouTube bad except. Except the weekday, yeah, <laughs> and Bay Hope and yeah. Bay Hope worship. I think too the tension that you were talking about here at the very beginning is something that is really probably the hardest thing to navigate. Well, it's the same thing we talked about last week. There's a tension that we have to live in, and in the case of what we were talking about last episode, it, it was this tension of how do we how do we respond to socio political things? Excuse me, that I can't even talk about that I may not agree with but that I need to actually show love and grace and learn about and talk about. And I think in that instance, lean into the tension a little bit. Sure. I think in social media instance, we need to define clear boundaries. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think, I mean, there is a tension, yes, but, but I think a lot of that tension comes from us not establishing clear boundaries. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Go ahead. I'll okay. Cut you off. Uh, I think everything that we were thinking about, every problem we face is not new. Uh, when it comes to social media specifically. Yes. Um, we we talked about sort of the last episode too to kind of bring up what you were talking about too. There are symptoms of a deeper, almost like more archetypal, like perversion of humanity, mm. of our uh, personalities, of how we interact with each other. This is just sort of the newest or newer sort of like fruit of our sickness yeah. as, as, as humans. Yeah. Um, I think the proliferation, I love that word. Yeah. It's a great word. Yeah. You can use it in a lot of ways. I, yeah. Nuclear pro- proliferation. Well, and like a lot of people don't. Yeah. Uh, ma- uh, military proliferation. Yeah, it, it, usually it's a negative sort yeah. of militaristic <clears throat> com- combination yeah. to it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it feels good. It yeah. feel, I feel very educated when mm. I, like, if there's something that says you have a college degree, mm. it's the word. If you use the <laughs> word proliferation correctly. Side note. Yeah. We, we are in um, this week of we have a school assembly pretty much every single night. Monday we had a thing. Tuesday we had a two and a oh half my gosh. hour. We should have opened with this. The the May May is insane. Yeah, it is. Uh, we can if you want to no. uh, cut it. Um, but we had an hour long thing on Monday. Last night was Tuesday. We had a, it was it started at six thirty. We didn't leave till nine o'clock. <laughs> they had there was something like sixty scholarships at they had to school. hand out at a high school Ugh. that was packed, and it was like and then they had to give out the court. Yeah. So we didn't. Anyway, somebody used the it's word. Much. Somebody used the word "confirmand" in one of those. I was like, mm, "That's a good word." Jenna goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "That's a, you know her. Uh, I do like that. Mm, confirmand is a yeah. good word." She goes, "I just stop." So keep going. <laughs> she was. In, By the way, we have a, we have another assembly tonight. She was in power save mode at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we were <laughs> we were all very much in like 
when you turn your iPhone into low power mode and yeah. it turns off Wi-Fi, uh-huh. that's what we were doing. Or like at the like, end of a Zoom meeting when someone says, anybody have any questions? And like you just pray to God. Everyone says, oh man, no one raises that hand up icon. Do you know how many times last night somebody would get up there from the local local business and would be like, okay, we have this this amazing foundation and they would give like a five minute speech about, about this. Why? Yeah. About why? What, about what this is for. I like, don't care. That's how great. And I, I don't care. I, just, I, I trust you. I kept, I kept going to Jenna like, just read the room. Yeah. Just read the just read the room here. Everyone wants to go home. We weren't waiting for this one. No, like no, yeah. like hey, bro, I I love the Rotary Club, but please get off the stage. Okay, okay. keep going. All right, tangent back. Uh, the proliferation of social media Sorry, in our church spaces <laughs> is a liability as much as it is an opportunity. Mm. Uh, normally, when faced with great power, to uh, great responsibility. Well, Justin, have you seen that? Which which one was that from? Well, it's like yeah, from all of three them, of them. Yeah. Come on. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah I've seen one of them. Okay. Which one? Doesn't matter. The one with the green goblin? <laughs> well, there's two of those. I think the second one. Technically there's three I think of the them. second one. You saw I remember he was he was fighting the green goblin in like a building that was on fire. So yeah, like, that was two of the three. Well, yeah, that's, really? most, that's most Spider-Man movies. It's fine. All right, keep going, keep going, keep going, um, keep going. So normally when we're faced with great power, um, we're, we are very quick to relinquish our responsibility. Mm. Um, I think there's something interesting when we're looking at social media, uh, just about it as a whole. So I'm like zooming back out here is uh, what happens when we all sort of gain a voice. Um, again, here's another word I really love. Democratization. Yes. Heck yeah. The democratization <laughs> of of, <Get> it. <laughs> of thoughts, information, and mostly opinions has given rise to a fringe extremism that has magnetized more moderate voices on the spectrum to the polls. Yep. It, it's polarizing people. Um, and it, because these platforms elevate and promote that sort of outlandish thought and mm-hmm. rhetoric. Uh, so that leads me to believe that we now all have a voice and that's actually not what is important. Mm. So many people say like, oh, we should all have a voice. We all should have a voice. And like, I do think that that's true. Um, but really what everyone really wants is their desire is to be heard, to be seen, and more importantly, to be known. So if that's sort of what we're, what we're, uh, coming at social media with, I to me, when I was writing all this stuff down, that gives me a much better lens to be able to sort of confront and uh, engage with with these ideas. I think we try really, really hard to figure out ways to systematize our, almost our existence. Mm through validation by our community or our perceived community. And then taking a little bit step deeper, it's sort of this balance between, I want people to know who I am. So I want people to know me as Mike Mage, but I also want people to know me as who I think I want Mike Mage to be. So this this person I'm projecting to be, I want people to know that. But then like, I also, my probably deeper desire is like people to actually know who I am. Does that make sense? Kristen's calling. Every time. Yeah. Uh, it does make sense. And so uh, when I, initially when I, I was saying up front, like I didn't, I didn't do any prep for this. Like, of course that's false. So I was kind of I'm going on the same line of you as I was kind of looking through things. And I kept looking at, uh, in, I typed into Google Christian influencers. Okay. So if just, this is just, we're, just go with me here for a minute. And so I would pull up a popular Christian influencer. I'm not going to, we're not going to slam any names because that's not what this Mike Mage. Ah, oh, dang it. 
Yeah. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. Uh, Bay Hope Church, Pastor Matthew. Um, and I would look at them and I would look at this serene quality to every single picture. Yeah. And and I, and I I kid you not, the top 25 influencers on, it was on Slate and then it was on influencer.co. Every single picture was this sort of serene. Yeah. I'm at a coffee house. Yeah. I'm in a field. Everything's in its place. Every, yeah, everything's slightly sepia tone. Mm-hmm. I've got like this really nice background and this really nice shirt and nothing against Christian influencers. But that that's the image that people want them. That's yeah. that's what they think people want to see. Right. And occasionally you'll have somebody standing up being like, that's not how the, you know, and, and then you'll have somebody that's like showing them the blood, sweat, and poop that comes from having kids and all that. And like and they'll get thousands of comments, oh, thank you for being so honest. Yeah, but then they go back. Yeah. yeah, but then they go back to the serene mm-hmm. and curated. Yeah. And, and and on the one hand, you're running a business. Yeah. Well, and like that's Yes, keep going. Well, and so I want to talk about that yeah. for a minute. But that and so that's kind of where my all of my research led me was like, okay, you're running a business. What is the business you're running? Oh, that feels icky. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kept landing. Was like, oh, this is a great picture. Oh, you were so brave on that one post. Oh, you're back to normal. Oh, this feels icky. Yeah, it's just this cycle, right. That kept happening to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's again, it, it goes back into when Christians are co-opted by worldly means, whether that be socio-political ideas or groups, or whether that be how we choose to promote ourselves mm-hmm. or create a brand or run a business, we're going to run into problems. Yep. Um, and it is going to be very, like through not much introspection, going to be pretty clear. So is, does that mean then that you just throw the baby out with the bathwater? You don't engage in social media? Well, so no, you know, so here, I, um, I think I'm skipping ahead a little bit. It's okay. Christians, I think should be in general when you are living your life should be the most secure, most comfortable, most validated people in the world. Um, and you know, and to your point, it seems like we sometimes mirror the like thirst uh, of society to be able to be known when like in reality, the God of the universe is intimately like, uh, connected with me. He knows everything about me. He knows my problems, my celebrations, the good things and the bad things, literally everything. And yet still chooses to love me regardless of those things. Like we should be unflappable, unshakable. We shouldn't uh, the way that we run our social media accounts, be influencer or just a normal person, should not be, uh, the root of it should not be to be known in that way because we're already known. I think if, think if we're able to shift so much of our focus hmm. or you know a good portion of our focus to like, no, God knows me. God knows who I am. Um, not that that gives you license to do whatever you want to do. Cause I think some people could take it to that end and be like, Oh, well, God knows me. I don't care what I do over here. Like I know who I am. You know, that weird, almost again, like another perversion of how we view ourselves as, you know, through God's love. Um, but it, it allows us to sort of release that desire to thirst for, Oh, I, people need to know me. Um, cause like, that's not true. Um, there's a there's a counterpoint to all of this right now, and that is the generation that's coming up behind you and I. Yeah, 
uh, and I don't know if you have this in, in your notes, but the if you do, then stop and we can kind of continue on later. Okay. The generation that's coming up bet- behind you and I, well, let me rephrase this. You and I and Justin, particularly, not so much Austin over there, but we have known a life before social media yeah. and we know what it feels like to not be that plugged in, to not be known like that, to not be seen like that. Yeah. And so when we start talking about this, it's easier for us to unfurl that, <clears throat> to go back to those days or whatever, however, whatever we want to call the solution. Sure. But I also, I help out with a, we have talked about this on the podcast before, but I help out on a church that's based primarily in, in a uh, platform called Twitch and a platform called Discord. And it's a, it's a church for video gamers, basically. And most of the people that attend that church and call that church church home are 25 or 23. Yeah. And they have not known their entire lives has been lived on the internet, yeah. full visibility for everything. Right. And they don't know a life before social media. I mean, they they know it, but like consciously, as they were reading form ten and fifteen years ago, yeah. that was the advent of what we now know as the social media brand sure. and the social media influencer. And they don't know anything different. Yeah. And so this is life. So like, how do you tell somebody that has grown up in that way, hey, the way you're doing life is wrong? Yeah. How do you do that? Right. You know, you can't. So continue. Well, I don't know if it's, if wrong is like the, the right term to be like, I don't know if it's such a binary thing, you know, in I my think, life it is. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> on I, or off. I think that, you know, there's a way, obviously you, you can look at certain things like, yeah, we, you shouldn't do that, you know? Um, but I, I think that like most, I think the, the age old question is like the Romans 12 thing mm. is how do we live in a world where we are not transformed by the world, but transformed by God's spirit. So like, how do we engage and interact in that world, but not be transformed by it? Uh, and I think that that's, that's good. That's something that people have been wrestling, wrestling with literally for thousands of years. Yeah, that's good. Um, and you know, I think social billions of people, are on social media billions through, especially through all the different platforms. I mean, was there, there's one, 2 billion on Facebook. Yeah. YouTube has even more than that. Um, if you view YouTube as a social media site, which theoretically it is, yep. um, you know, it's, it is, I do feel like if we're going to go right or wrong, I think that it is wrong for us to blanket statement say to be right in God's eyes or to live correctly in, in, in the kingdom, you have to delete or shut those things off. You can't interact in those worlds at Agreed. all. That is wrong. Agreed. You know, um, that's where people are. That is, that is our, t- that is today. That's our common space mm-hmm. that everybody is meeting in. And so why would you not want to be a force of light in a, what might be a pretty dark area for people yeah. um, or at least like a pretty blinded area for people. Um, so, you know, I just, I think what are we willing, what are we willing to give up? And, and I, I had this thought too, and I, I haven't really teased it out a whole lot. Um, but you know, social media, so much of social media I, and, Oh, this is so funny too. Um, oh, you're getting a call from P Maddie. It's, it's going to be from the church. Oh, cool. Um, he never calls me either, Andy. It's okay. See, it's just from Bay Hope. Oh. So I have my, my office phone forwarded oh, to. Oh, I guess you. Where was I going? Oh, so to do, for people, if you get on social media, you know, a lot of people, especially younger kids, 
don't get on social media to connect with other people. They're getting on social media to gain influence or to gain traction or, you know, they're, they're purposely projecting an image of themselves to be seen as something different hmm. than what they truly are or some kind of what I said before. Um, and so they're get, they're almost like selling part of themselves that is fabricated or made up. And I mean, I say kids, but like everybody does this too, to a certain extent. Um, so you're sacrificing a part of yourself for what, you know, for likes, for comments, for traction, for influence, all that kind of stuff. And, and I think here's kind of where the perversion lies is we, is there another word for perversion? Because I feel like that has an unnecessarily negative and like almost sexual connotation that I'm not trying to pull out of this. No, you, I, I mean, you could use like, you'd have to use a combination of words okay. to get there. But you know what I mean? I, that's not what I mean. I don't mean perversion in like overwhelmingly negative or We're already barbaric. To, yeah, we have to put the explicit tag on this podcast. <laughs> already, anyway. yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's kidding. raw. I'm kidding. Uncut. I'm kidding. So we as Christians are called to sacrifice everything for the kingdom. For the kingdom. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't think we are called as Christians to sacrifice who we are in a way to gain influence or traction in the way that social media um, platforms, you know, in a way that social media will uh, push our content forward um, requires a certain element requires something. It costs something. And is it worth it for us to please the algorithm Mm. to sacrifice, to prepare offerings for this God of the algorithm uh, so that we are able to please something, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, I haven't, I, I haven't fully thought out no, that idea. I, I get it. Um, I want to turn my attention real quick. So you and I are heavily on social media, not heavily, well, but I mean, we are frequent denizens of, such places as Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I go on them. I I don't know. I should probably post more. I say that, but then I don't want to. And I, I'm the digital pastor, and yeah. so I kind of. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, this is. I live there. Right. Um, I want to turn my attention to the guy behind the wheels of steel, Justin. And I don't say this disparagingly, and I don't say that, but like you don't post a whole lot, if at all. Not a lot. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you get tagged, and you'll do stuff, but like. I feel like that's a pretty healthy way to live. And I almost want to know from your perspective, like how does it look and feel to you to be a Christian that's on social media, that isn't posting a lot, that isn't engaging with things, that is just kind of almost like a third-party observer? What do you mm. observe? I feel like what I see a lot... Um, from social media because i mean i will still occasionally like go on it and stuff um but like like you said it's like you know if i'm tagged or something like that i'll see that um sure because it's fun to look at your own face but <laughs> but um what I, I i feel like what i see a lot is um when people are like walking around like um you know just going about their their normal day and stuff um, I feel like you don't have a whole lot of control over um, 
the types of people you might run into depending on where you're going. Like if you're going to the store or whatever, um, you don't have a whole lot of control over that. To some degree you do, depending on where it is that you're going. Um, but I feel like there's a lot more control that you have on social media um, for what kind of posts you see hmm. um, depending on um, like who your friends are and um, everything. And like the pages that you choose to like because um, most people... Um, like a page on Facebook or something, if it if it lines up with what they already believe, probably going to like it. If it doesn't line up with what they believe, they're probably not going to like it. Um, I mean, it makes sense to do that, but at the same time, right. the more you do it, um, I feel like the easier it is to feel validated about whatever it is that you think totally. is right. Um, and yeah, we're not good at at seeking out differing opinions or voices well we're really good at hitting yeah. the dopamine button yeah and when somebody hits a like on our thing i mean that's the social net or the um oh my gosh what's that movie social network is the good one um oh yep yep, yep. oh ask me justin have you seen the movie <laughs> with the kid who is all about the bad the bads of social media yeah yeah, yeah. it's on netflix keep going. it's it's keep like going. half documentary half yeah dramatization. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No keep idea. going justin i cut you off we cut you off there <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, I, I, I just feel like, um, social dilemma. it's, yeah. wait, what is it? The social dilemma. Have you seen You've that? Seen it. Oh, You've no, seen I it. haven't. This guy gets it. This guy gets it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Are you surprised? Yeah. Are you? I'm very surprised. Really? Always. I, for one, am Don't very worry, surprised. We'll, we'll eventually get to the place where you're not surprised anymore. Oh, okay. Never. <laughs> you constantly surprise me, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going with your serious point there. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I just feel like um, that's something that's too easy to do on social media. And, um, you know, with those pages, a lot of those pages are going to be influencers and stuff like that. And they're, yeah. they're going to say certain opinions and um, maybe have maybe not even really like certain opinions, but have like certain out outlooks on life. Um, and the more you kind of like bury yourself in, um, you know, all like, like influencers or pages or whatever it is that, um, all kind of follow a certain, um, like worldview. Um, I feel like you're going to, it's a lot easier to assume that either everybody does or most other people also follow that same worldview. Yeah. Or um that's really that that's the only right worldview. Hmm. Um and that you start to think like, oh well like I'm not wrong about this because look at all these other people that agree with me. Sure. Like you're just surrounding yourself with all of the same people that are just like you. So um I think we need an entire episode about the church's response to this. Because okay. And I think we do. We can do a follow up next time, because from what I'm hearing from both of you, is almost and it's and I, and I agree. I'm not saying it's wrong. You better not. <laughs> well, I'm just going to unfriend you. I'm going to unfollow you. Um, do you know? You, you, sorry. Do you know you're technically my grandson on Facebook? I know. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. I can't remember when that happened. That was like a when Facebook first yeah, started. Yeah, like 2006. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then somebody commented on when I was working in New yeah. Jersey, and they're like, "Wait, how's your how's that your grandfather?" It's like, just shut up, shut up. 
things operate differently in the mage family. Uh, <laughs> I'm also <laughs> I'm also his sister. Wait, uh, okay. Um, no, because what Justin just said, I think, was spot on, and we haven't really gotten to the how. How do we respond to that as the church? Because there's, I think, there's a couple of different ways to go about that, and part of it is the yes theory, seeking discomfort type thing. Which have you ever watched Yes Theory? No. Great. Good stuff. I, you should. I should introduce you. Okay. Have you seen Yes Theory, Austin? No. No. What is it? Justin, yes theory? <laughs> no. <laughs> Justin has not seen it. It's a YouTube channel. Goodness Keep going. Gracious. But it's yes to seek discomfort, yes to seek groups that are not yours to gain further perspective. But there's a there's a healthy way of not damaging your own soul in the process. Because if you think about that, going back to the 25-year-old who lives on, on Twitch and Discord, it the roots of everything that happens on a social platform are so intertwined in their heart sure. that you can't just say, like Justin said, or was it you saying there's not binary? One of you guys, yeah, I just totally binary. forgot. Yeah. yeah. Trying to unpeel that root out of somebody's heart is going to hurt. Yeah. And trying to make them see goodness and value and life and love and generosity and things that are actually kind of inherent in a Facebook group. Yeah. Because there is there is an inherent nature of we are a community. Oh, yeah. There is a supportive network there. Well, and that that is that has been ingrained in our DNA. Right. Uh, that, you know, we are a communal right. species. We right. have to be, to survive, right. we, we cannot do this alone. Right. Yeah. And, and so to try to intertwine or try to unpack that and then replace that with the good yeah. hurts. Yeah. And I think there are a couple of ways to do it. And I love, I love getting a chance to be with people like that on the internet because it allows me to see that, A, there is a whole different world out there that is not just my comfortable little part of suburbia, sure. but B, that the problem is not them. The problem is me and the way I'm teaching. The problem is the church and the way we are teaching. The problem is, is, is really... Western Christianity and how we're teaching about social media on the whole. And I think that's a big, broad topic right now, but I, I can pick probably three or four different things that we say from a pulpit and or that we say sure. from a from a church leadership perspective that are definitely not true at the lower levels of, of social media society. Does that cool. make sense? Yeah. And I, and and so just, to, I guess, to, to, to put my finger on that, that pressure point just a little bit more, the second we start to see social media for what it actually is, is the second that we start to unravel that truth. Yeah. Social media at its very core, influencers at their very core. You know, you 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 said it very eloquently when you said that influencers by their nature are, or let's put it, younger people by their nature are turning more and more into influencers because they're not seeking community on these platforms. Right. They're seeking popularity and fame yep. and there's a it's a very a hollow absolutely a hollow way of it doing it is not it. community no it is almost the antithesis of mm -hmm. community yeah. and so going back to all the, the so Christian, you need to view me as someone who is above that right exactly yeah. and so i go back to like that one negative that one gross post that one influencer will post out of the four that yeah. were just serene and that is their way of saying like well look i'm all about community yeah and in reality you are as a church leader you are forcing a negative stereotype, a negative image, and a negative viewpoint down our throats yeah. with your million plus followers, right. and that is almost damaging to the church. Absolutely, in certain ways. Oh my gosh, there is there is plenty of examples of opening up 
large mega church pastor slash author slash speaker slash I wear awesome sunglasses <clears throat> slash yeah you know like there's plenty of uh, uh, everything that you do and say is magnified now multiplied a million times over literally a million times over and it can be a very sticky situation yep yeah. I agree um, I think we're gonna we should kind of close up shop on this Great. episode and next time Justin if you're okay with it Okay, with what? <laughs> <laughs> if you're okay talking about waiting this. for it. We're going to do a part two. Uh, we're going to yeah, do part two. I'm okay yeah. with that. Okay, cool. Thanks. Like like Batman part two, Batman Returns, which you have seen. Not <gasps> seen. I actually have. Yeah. You have not seen No, no, no. no I have. I have. I couldn't remember which. Is that the one that starts off with the bank? Oh, no, I, that's the Dark Knight, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've seen that one. Of course oh. you have, because it's Christopher <laughs> Nolan. You have not seen Batman Returns because it I has Danny not. DeVito as Penguin, yeah. and he bites uh, a dude's nose off. Have we talked about this on the podcast? No. Okay. That, did, you know, <laughs> I that you, mom and dad bought that for I, you. I remember. Yeah, no, let's talk about this on the next podcast. <laughs> let's remember, talk about Batman Returns and how, how that movie came to be in the Mage household and how, how ridiculous it is. The whole story is ridiculous. That's a tease. People need to listen to the next episode. And Don't how, say any more about it. And how jealous I was. Oh my god. Yeah, let's talk. Let's work out. <laughs> let's work out because I'll give you my take on the no, no, situation. No. no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't jealous of you. I was just jealous of the ice cream. Okay, shut up. Let's let's, let's talk you. about this some more. Hey, uh, thanks so much for joining in, and we come back for a therapy session. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.